William Shatner went into space, and that guy's <laughs> 90. What's that about? Welcome back to the Telosiv EV podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're worried because we have lots of things to talk about. Um, there was a pretty full week. Uh, Mike, thank you for the notes. Yes, first of appreciate all, it. this is the first Jay time Leno we've prepared for an episode in a long time. So thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't even looked at the notes. <laughs> Hang on. So Jay Leno, Jay Leno drove the Aptera. Did you catch that, Mike? Again, <gasps> a I, second time. What? The, no the real one now, not the really? old one. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. He got a chance to drive it around. I don't think he likes it, but I liked it. I. <laughs> he kept saying things like. Why does it look so weird? Or, or, or like, you know, well, this yeah, is I mean, really I mean, going to be different. <laughs> Why don't you put solar panels on a priz? <laughs> Did he just have right. his eyes closed the whole time? He was driving so. weirdly hard to on tell. the road. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah, he was, he was... People are concerned about the Aptera's width, but I was watching it, and I was like, it clearly can fit in this lane, but he keeps, like... <laughs> driving over the lines like he kept not turning it enough or just he, he putting gets, one he gets wheel pulled over in the middle of the show and the cop thinks he's drinking and he's like there was a no, cop no, i'm just driving at one point no yeah. really? they're actually no, not too far like, from it nick there was a cop right behind him and then they cut to another scene i love it i love it maybe he didn't get pulled over they just amazing. cut it <laughs> yeah. the the jay leno's garage crew did a good job with the b-roll though they took some mm. pretty epic shots of the abtera i was like mm. oh I want this thing to come out. But, as I predicted, it was the very first time they've officially said next year <laughs> for mass production. And I was like, should have started with that. They kept saying end of 2021, and I was like, nope, that's not happening. That's not, don't, don't stick with that. Now they've changed their tune next year, which is what I thought it was going to be, but technically now official delay. There you have it. Rip up terror predictions. Mm. At least mine. At least yours. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys catch any of the Giga Berlin uh, factory tours? You I know. caught the colors and the <laughs> headlights. I don't know Ooh. if you guys have. Oh, the headlights look dope. Yeah. I have not. Tell I me about that. these. Basically, the headlights are adaptive, so they're kind of like... Um, Iguanas? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're thinking about extent. chameleon, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they like automatically will shine light out of Shut up, like Sam. where so, a, so your car can now go cross-eyed if something breaks. It can, but Possibly. it's also nice that the headlights aren't blinding people everywhere. They can now just blind yeah. the road, which thankfully the road doesn't have eyes. So <laughs> if it or does, you could use it to blind sorry, it right. everywhere and blind everyone. So the next next year's Ugh. Christmas mode is going to be really epic. I did not think Ooh. of being able to apply like a Christmas mode to a Model Y's headlights. That's a good point. Mm. Well, they're not colorful, but that should be oh, added. Dude, we need RGB headlights. Why has Tesla not gotten yeah. those? We need RGB <laughs> headlights, exist. Elon. Elon! Elon! I'm sure they exist. Get us RGB headlights. Thank you. <laughs> He said, My mind was blown when they showed the the seats of the vehicle bolted to the battery pack. I was like, "Wait, you can do that? <laughs> oh my god, it is structural." So that's clever. Sounds like a shocking it's experience. A, <laughs> 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 seat. Don't spill They're your like, sippy Tesla cup. Unintentionally has uh, floor warming now. <laughs> mm. So floor warming. If you want the floor of the car to warm up a bit, uh, just. 
floored a few times, you know? Dock that safety score. <laughs> let it make its way down. It's okay. Oh, that reminds me. We need our uh, weekly periodic safety score checkup from Oof. Randy and <laughs> Mike. What are you at? What are we at now? Oh, my God. Let's see. So right now I'm at 98. I've gotten hundreds almost every day, and I'm pretty Ooh. sure I'm on the precipice of 99 if I know how <gasps> Tesla is doing their averaging correctly. So okay. I could, so that means I could be in the next rollout. <gasps> you could be in the 10.3 wave. Ooh. Interesting. Coming into that's weeks. exciting. <laughs> Gotta be or a week. It's Friday, so yeah. He said a week from today. Um, that's good. I. I needed to pick your brain about this. Um, Tesla has started rolling out insurance in Texas officially. And I saw that, dude. Hmm. They are offering different rates dependent on your safety score. On your score. safety score. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How do you feel it about this? Almost, it, I, I just paid for the next six months of insurance, and it almost made uh -huh. me go buy a Tesla. Just reading that. I was really? Like, I entertained the thought for about 30 seconds. Like, what if I just got a Model 3? You know, and that brings me cause, to my next like, question. Literally, Nick. that would save what me would you so buy? much money. Just the three? You'd get like the cheapest three possible. I'd probably get the cheapest three over. possible until I could get the the Cybertruck. But LFP batteries with that. Yeah, I hope. I'd, I'd get the know. AAA battery tell. version with just a bunch of AAAs in the in the floor. You have to replace <laughs> them every few hundred miles. You but. say that. They're not that different. <laughs> there's, a, there's a dimension for AAAs. I'm sure we could go off. How many cells uh, are in a Tesla again? <laughs> And how Only long is it going to take? Their 1835 cells or something? I don't know. But That's the size. Yeah. Just a bunch of what are, you, what are you at, Randy? I just looked right now, and I am at 96. Ooh. Still. Hey. That's, That's pretty good. So though. basically, that, dude, he's the world's oh. most unsafe Tesla driver. No, not even. Uh, so what is, what that would are, be Ross Gerber. What are you suspecting, uh, Mike? How can I get my score up quicker? So living in the Bay and having people, just yesterday I saw almost a, was it, an SR Model Y, which are very rare, almost get clobbered one too. by a uh, Toyota 4Runner and a Honda Ridgeline, almost got destroyed by road, road rage. But mm. the key that I have found is just drive as if, like, there's 10 cars in front of you, between you and the actual car in front of you, and then... Like so like the, a grandma. Yeah, like a grandma. If you get past so many times like I do or like get cut off, just slow down slowly and you should be fine. Um, mm -hmm. It's all about grandma driving at this point, which do, kills me. Do do the vehicles or the, the car that's closest in front of you, does it need to show up on your display or can you be so far back it doesn't even show up on the display? I usually keep it to where like you can see the taillights <laughs> or not taillights, but at least like the model. Barely. You know, just about three miles in the distance, you want to just be able to barely yeah, see the red taillights at say. night. It just just I, I figure if it shows up on my display, <laughs> then it counts as tracking it. But if I'm so far back, it doesn't show up on my display. I feel like it, it's not tracking anything. Because that's what's hitting vehicles possible. on the horizon. You you have to stop and pull over and wait. If if they're honestly, past the horizon, though, it's safe to go. Mm -hmm. That's, what's That's like. how it acts, honestly, because it has me. The only th everything else I have is perfect, except for unsafe following. Yeah. That's the only unsafe. thing. It's kind of, I'm in the red. It's not even yellow. Everything else I got perfect Some green guy, scores, except for yeah. unsafe following. Some guy commented on our last show that he just uses autopilot everywhere, and that's how he got a perfect score. 
don't hmm. know if you can do that. If you can, sir, please tell me your secrets. I will go yeah. read more <laughs> of these. Com- yes, please tell me what you mean. I want to be in a role. He just out. said like it doesn't count against you as long as you're on autopilot. So just stay on autopilot all the time. But I thought Mike was saying if you Beautiful. if someone cuts you off, it hurts your score. Does that happen whether you're on autopilot or not? It. I found that if someone's cutting you off, but you have like at least six or seven cars of nothing between you and the next car, <laughs> you're right. you're okay as long as you slow down, like not a crazy amount, but a considerable amount. Right. So that it doesn't right. count it as hard breaking. Um, mm-hmm. I think you'll be safe, but it's it's been real frustrating, and I. We don't care about safety. We care about safety scores. Exactly. There's a difference. At one point, there was a yellow light that I was driving through. I'm like, this is going to turn red. I just have to, well, it was going to become red, and I was going to have to drive through. I'm like, oh, my God. Let's just hit the accelerator pedal because I don't want heartbreaking. (laughs) This is crazy. People are like, my score, my insurance rates, I can't stop. (laughs) Just keep driving. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? Yes, because my uh, safety score needs to get higher. I'm, like, interested in this because I saw someone posting the the premium prices for different safety score ratings, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I know how hard it was for Randy and Mike to get their score over 90 and how, like, active they were about that. So am I going to have to actively make sure I drive the car a specific way just for the sake of my budget, just yes, to be like, I actually. don't want to spend more than a hundred dollars. I gotta keep it low. So, I don't know. Like, if they were offering far cheaper rates, I don't know what insurance rates are like in Texas, but if it was like substantially cheaper for the higher scores, I might be willing to do it. But I wonder if there's an annoyance point where you're just like, nah, I'm just gonna drive the way I want. I'll pay the premium. It seems to Who me cares? that these uh, safety scores are here to stay. Yeah. Definitely. Especially if they're using them with insurance. They're hopefully here to improve and get better. But, um, yeah, I don't think they're going away. Yeah, hopefully the safety scores learn from the humans instead of the humans learning from the safety score. Yeah, because right now we're tra- <laughs> all we're doing is we're trying to cheat it. Well, yeah, so, pretty much. I, I will cheat the score even if it means theoretically breaking the law. Ooh. Ooh, Randy, you just admitted to breaking the law on a show. Theoretically. No, not me. I'm Mr. perfect. FBI, well, actually, I'm not. Randy I'm at, lives this at is one, not two, life three advice. USA way in a state. In Boca Chica. <laughs> Randy's in a state. Spoiler. He is in a state. But in a state Spoiler. of insanity. Yeah, like, I don't, I know, um, so Nick is in Texas without a Tesla, and you guys have Teslas, but you're not in Texas. How many of you guys would be up for letting your insurance rates be decided by your safety score? 100%. I am a grandma driver through and through. I have always <laughs> been a grandma driver. I take it. I, okay. When I Fair read enough. the news this morning, literally for 30 seconds, I was entertaining the idea of going to the Tesla website and ordering a Tesla. Like, it'll take a while to get to wow. you. Wow. It'll take a while to get to me, which is, you know, part is of that, reason why I didn't Was do that it. the deciding factor? The insurance? No, it was just like... No, I, the, I the wait time. The oh, wait the wait time. time? I mean, the budget was the deciding factor and be like, oh, I could just save this money for oh, the Cybertruck. Okay. I'd rather just spend a little bit more on insurance now and get the car I actually want in the future. Um, but yeah, okay. like I just That's paid right. for insurance and it, it, it's like way too expensive. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm going to get Nick to order a Model 3 by the end of this show. All <laughs> That's right, my ladies goal. and gentlemen, let's see if he can do it. This will be impressive. Last week and How the about week you, before Mike? was Rivian, and this week is Model yeah. 3. 
I'm like uh, Saul Goodman, basically. I'm just yes, to you are Saul. Show up in court and have this I should call you. big conversion. Would you let insurance rates be decided by your safety score, Mike? That's It's a double-edged sword, only because yes. I've talked about this with my wife so many times, and like, what mm-hmm. if we just buy a nice beater car that I can take corners at ridiculously high speeds like I want to uh, and <laughs> mm. enjoy it? Instead of being like watched twenty four seven by the interior camera and exterior cameras by software that's saying whether I am a safe driver or not, and then whether my insurance premiums go up or down, it's a, it's tough because it would be. I nice. am perfect. It's no mistakes. It's nice to at least have some fingers on that dial, being able to change the insurance price to mm-hmm. make it go lower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sure, it's a dial. It can go the other way as well. This is and true. That's true. It, it We've could, never had this dial before. No. and Humanity has always had to rely on flow to find the lowest rates. But now we have mm. the ability to change that dial ourselves. I blame the Geico Gecko. <laughs> Sponsored by Progressive. <laughs> he, could, he could have stopped this. What's your safety score? <laughs> For you. He could have stopped this and he couldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean. Randy's following distance is too close. <laughs> Switch to Geico and drive as close as you want. That's uncomfortably good. Are you in good hands? <laughs> Thank you. Between that and doing Luis's dad, you're like, you're a good Aussie impersonator. Thank you. You inspired me from all your impressions. Hey. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 would, I would say overall, like, if you were going to take the ethical and moral high ground, yes, it's good that this exists. <laughs> I have the high ground. But in terms of like doing what you want to do as a human and being... It's over, Michael. I have the ethical high ground. <laughs> you you underestimate, underestimate my, my safety score. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try it. You underestimate no, my imagine... aggressive turning. <laughs> Don't try it. <laughs> Don't try it. Don't try it. <laughs> the score just... They're going to put a widget on the top of the display that has your score in real time. That would just, be nice. Just like, just like the Priuses used to have like the energy efficiency and everyone was always like uh-huh. really obsessed with getting you know, perfect energy score. We need yes. that. I would be looking at that more mm-hmm. than I look at the speedometer and that's a problem. That's <laughs> <laughs> a con. I mean, look at the right it way. would be nice to be able to see real time what it doesn't like and what it does like versus like you get to your destination. It's like, I don't remember doing aggressive turning or like unsafe following. Little, um, kind of like Sims, you have docking points show up on the visualization. So someone cuts you off or you get close and then it's like, ding, or like it shows it's on the map. Yeah. Masuno! Or at least like some feedback, <laughs> yeah. at least in terms of instead of like a number saying I did unsafe following, I've got no clue in the trip where it happened. Like, for instance, right. the other night, zero traffic. I was never following anyone too closely, but apparently I got docked like 4%. I'm like, uh, Ooh. why? Um, so it'd be nice to at least, on the safety score, if anyone from Tesla does listen to this podcast... Add, like, locations of where it was tracking, like, here's where you did some aggressive turning. Or, like, here's likely where Mm. the aggressive turning was happening. Um, Or Or it could save a little clip from the cameras. Yeah. If we're getting to, like, this whole sentry viewer for the phones, why not add it to the safety score as well? That sounds awesome. How about you, Randy? I know you've had kind of the hardest time with the score, so (laughs) would you you take the lower rates? I have the two of us. Absolutely not. No. Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's what I expected. Randy's yeah. We have a full Geico. spectrum here on the show. Yeah, I, I'm not okay with this. Nick all on board, 
Mike unsure. Randy's no. Randy definitely Randy, not. You're yeah, one hundred percent. I'll no. pay more for insurance. Uh, I'm. It's not that I'll pay more. It, one. <clears throat> my age is showing. I'm. <laughs> I'm older than all of you, which means I have a longer he driving like, history. One. <clears throat> one. I have a longer record, and that is more valuable. Driving history should be. It should just like a credit score in your credit history. Driving mm-hmm. history should be the number one deciding factor, not yes. how well you are navigating the daily, the the how how your daily. Because the thing is, this does not fly in New York City or no. India. Like you can't do this, and this does now fix an issue that we brought up a while ago about. I don't ever see level five with the way New York is just designed, but right. that's the secret. People in New York will never get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, it, it shouldn't be based off of arbitrary, you need to be 10 vehicles behind or otherwise it's unsafe following. Um, it should be based off of incident reports because that's what insurance is already been established on how it evaluates you. Is there a case to right. say that insurance needs to maybe it's a dated formula and to be changed mm-hmm. we can i think there's an argument to be made there but having some arbitrary number based off a 100 score i don't think that's it i i yeah. i think it should take more of the credit score style where points go not things are docked from you but how much points are actually get added to you and that is more of a of a decide like you get a lower premium if you're above you know, a 300, like instead of things being taken away and it's just getting kind of harder to recoup those numbers, the longer you're driving, it should start mm-hmm. you off. You should be starting, instead of starting off at a hundred, you should be started off at some particular point, but driving history should be the, the deciding factor of that. So, um, I'm happily okay mm-hmm. paying, even though I have like a brand new, I have, you know, uh, the car that I have, I'm paying, way less than a hundred dollars a month or i would be if i if i did the monthly installment um Mm -hmm. i'm okay sticking with them but assuming i didn't have usaa uh i still don't think i would go with tesla based off of how how volatile this metrics is moving right now it's just it's 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 too it's in its infancy if there's mm-hmm. a refinement done to it, and I and I think there's a better way for us to gauge our uh, driving habits in lifetime, like what Mike was saying, then maybe. But as of right now, I don't I don't like the idea of the comp- of the car that I drive also being the people who do my insurance, which is also the same people who do my service center. I I, I don't like everything so mm. vertically integrated. Because that's how you will encounter um, anti anti uh, what's that term anti uh, my aunt antitrust? is really nice <laughs> anti I <laughs> <laughs> um, don't want to talk to anti that threw me monopoly that's you get better rates game. by by shopping around. It, it just it, it feels less 
consumerism. It feels less yeah, capitalist. Okay. Randy, I, 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 would, I would agree that it, you'd probably get a better rate somewhere else if you really, really, really shopped it. But there's a level of convenience involved with having it all just vertical stack. You know, Tesla's going to take care of any incident front to, front to back. You know, there's gonna, they're gonna, it's going to be fixed in their service center, paid for by their insurance company. You know, vehicles owned, uh, made by Tesla, owned by you. You know, maybe you lease it through them. You know, like it's all just this one big ecosystem. So now really... they're judge, jury, and executioner based off of your yeah, whole exactly. Driving. So that's you can not just a good die, thing. Me and die whenever you'll never. <laughs> yeah, big yeah, that's not a good thing. Fingers. I could tell you from personal experience working from Geico, it is not in the interest of the company to just do I payouts. No, I didn't know you worked for Geico. Where's your accent? <laughs> that's a that's a requirement if you work there. I didn't no I'm not doing it. I'm not I am too I'm I'm too far deep. Yeah, no, I'm I'm too deep in my thought. It's not yeah, yeah. it's not in the company's interest to be judge jury executioner when it comes to when you need to use your insurance cuz insurance is meant is meant to be there for when you need it. Hey, stop. Um so <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> with the with the new mic, it's definitely gonna hear Kika scratching. So I just I'm nipping that in the bud right now. Stop it! You better lay he down. Saw Mike was doing something. Yeah, yeah. the old I mic was so mic. much better. Um, this new mic. I don't know. I I'm in favor as long as it provides better rates because from what I've seen, I mean, not everybody can do USAA as as good as the rates they offer. But from what I've seen, a lot of people won't understand how to insure a Tesla vehicle, so they just charge way too much for it exactly and tesla comes in and they're like well we have data on these cars we know how much it costs to work on them and we can analyze a lot more stuff and because our cars have cameras we can figure out who's at fault and we know our cars so we're going to provide better rates than everyone else so as long as it's providing better rates i don't really care if they're judge jury executioner because that's what matters to me it's just like can you get the price down if no one else can get it lower than they can then i'm all for it but you, you if have, someone else um, can miraculously get it lower without the same data then you great. have apple authorized retort uh, retailer stores that will work on your stuff and they don't work for apple but they are uh they are approved to be a certified uh repair yeah. shop through them uh likewise you don't have to know a tesla for it to be geico has partnered dealerships that aren't strictly with the tesla service center that they are tesla mm -hmm. certified that they are trained through tesla oh, to, sure. to work on that stuff so yeah i don't i don't think i uh i don't know i don't agree with that that statement of being able to only uh not if you don't understand how a tesla works so we're going to charge more I don't think that's a concerted factor because when you're filling out when you're filling out your forms to get insurance, they ask you the same questions. Does this model have uh, daytime lights? Does it have autopilot? What's the security system on it? Does it have so the the things that you fill out is the stuff that's universal across all the all the other vehicles as well. They don't care if, if there's a computer system on board and that has nothing to do with your rates or your insurance or anything like that. The only thing that matters with the with you using any software at that point is liability at the end of the day if there's an accident. Then liability falls on you at that point. But when it comes to price, price matching, okay, I'm shopping around, Liberty Mutual, what do you got? They're just gonna be like, do you have daytime all you know, daytime headlights? Check. Do you have uh do you have uh auto 
like auto braking, ABS, check. Like it's the same universal security across the board, and that's how they decide the risk of that vehicle. If it's an old slugger that doesn't have any of that stuff, it's going to be a higher risk as opposed to something that's more uh, accident preventative uh, tech that's in there that's across all vehicles. So I don't think anything to do with the Tesla, specifically being a Tesla, increases your insurance. Just like having a, the, the old... My car's red, therefore my insurance goes up, is crap. That is BS. That's not true. That is 100% false. It does not matter what the car, the color of the vehicle is. When they ask you what the color is, it's because they need to make sure that's the actual, the same way my car is registered as black or Drew, yours is white. They need to, it's, it's just an identifier that that is your car that's not been forged or, or uh, uh, counterfeited through taking the VIN number off of it or the speedometer. So everything is just mm-hmm. the makeup of the thing. But it does not matter what the color it is. It's kind of discriminatory at that point, right? Isn't it? Are we going to be racist towards cars now based off of the color? So it, the, no. there's a lot, there's a lot of, but I have seen high premiums for Teslas. The, the high premium for Tesla justified. might, might just be because of the value of the car it has nothing to do with the tech itself, but the actual car itself, you would see those same prices with BMWs and high end Porsches well, and I, stuff like that. I can recall from Mike's story. What was your insurance quotes? When you first got your why, I remember you. Were they didn't even know how to quote it. I mean, this was in April. They didn't know what it was. Oh, they wow. didn't know what it was. This was April of 2020, and so all they thought was, "Well, you have a Tesla, and you say it's an, a crossover SUV. We can give you the quote for a Model X, and that's all we can do." Oh gosh. Well, then that's no. the insurance. That's who's your insurance? So no, that that was me shopping around for insurance when I first got the why. Or like even before I got the Y, like it, it was this done deal that the Y was coming. We need to get insurance. And I think at the time was it was it Allstate or um, AAA, one of the two, maybe not triple, one of some insurance entity, mm-hmm. and they didn't know what to do with it, and so they're like, okay, well, we'll just call the Model X. That was a separate issue in regards to the vehicles too new. But even so, I now guess that company they they could they could be at risk of not only getting a heavy fine, but if it was a smaller because there's indie insurance companies, they can lose their license because that's lying. It's not a Model X. That's a whole different car. You can't just call a, a Honda Accord, a Honda Civic, and call it a day and tr- get a higher charge out of that. That's I think they were pricing it as an X. Yeah, I don't know if they, they were, were saying, well, it we don't X. know what to call it yet because it's not in our database. But here's what we do for Model Xs. I'm like, well, no. it's more like a Model Three, and they're like, well. It's an SUV, so we're gonna treat it like a Model X. So. If you had the DOI get involved, Department of Insurance get involved with that, that company would get a disgusting fine, and they would be at risk of losing their license because that's that's very uh, inappropriate. That's wrong practice. But Mike doesn't care about that. He just wants no. But what I'm saying so is that, that, that <laughs> I, I'm refuting the fact that a Tesla is gonna be more expensive because it's a Tesla. What they're doing if they're calling you on a Model X is be that's wrong. They should have never done that. That's absolutely inaccurate. So well, yeah, they shouldn't. But that's the only guidance they could give at the time. Even though it was bad guidance, it's the only thing that they could do when someone approaches them saying, "Hey, Tesla literally just started producing these. I've I'm gonna get Mm -hmm. one. It's coming next week. I need insurance for it. What can you do?" And so their only option was, "This is all. This is the only number we can give you. We can't give you an est." Well. I guess what they could have done is maybe looked at like things that were similar to it, like a, a premium Lexus or something like that, and been like, okay, well, here's what we charge for a premium Lexus. And then at this point, was the Model Y actually uh, 
has it already been shipped? Where is it? Model wise, hands? we're already out there and about. Like that's my, that, then you had like a, a bad bit. rep or something because at that point, once a vehicle has <laughs> shipped, it is in the database that uh, that everyone uses the same database for vehicles. The same stuff I would have a VIN number and things like that. Um, so the, having a having a, a vehicle that's ready in production that's ready shipped and an insurance company has no information on that vehicle, never do business with that insurance company. In that sense, write them off forever because that is. That was a terrible, there might be, terrible Because uh, I know Mike's not the only one with that story. I've heard this countless times, especially with Tesla. There's a lot of people that run into all these issues whenever they try to insure. So I, I think it's a good thing for Tesla to get involved because it allows them to simplify that whole process. Um, mm. Sure, they might collect more data than other companies do, but like, I, I'm all for it if it allows the rates to be lower. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, and I, I applaud Rivian as well because they also saw it on the horizon. They're like, well, we could probably do something too. And they launched sure. their own thing. I don't know if it's actually like happened in as many states as they claim or want to, but at least... Yeah, it sounds more complicated than they're making it seem, but... Yeah, but at least like there's some effort towards it, which yeah is definitely beneficial for both the consumer and partially on the company. Yeah, the company has to... They have more mm-hmm. effort and money that they have to shovel into it and a whole lot of headache. Mm-hmm. But if you're like Tesla, where you just hire like a firm that is a separate firm, but you just kind of buy them out and then they do all the work for you and they operate under your name and you make sure that they're doing the right thing. It's not too much damage on the company. So And it's not Tesla's sole uh, source of profit. No. Like with insurance companies, that's pretty much the whole business is trying to make a business, uh, pay their employees and grow their whole company off of providing insurance for people. So there's a certain amount of profit that needs to be there. Whereas Tesla, that's not their goal. Their their goal is to accelerate the transition, get more people into EVs. So the insurance is like a side thing. It's kind of like the supercharging network as in it's supposed to kind of fund itself, but not much more than that. Yeah. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tesla doesn't need insurance money to be profitable. They just keep winning at what they're doing yeah. now. For sure. They broke Did over 800 again. The... 820. I think. Yeah. That's they're... Looked. <laughs> those, those guys just don't they're know how above... to stay down. No, they don't. Uh-huh. Well, they're dead down there for a while. It's still not an all-time high, I believe, but getting there, it's about to be. Yeah, it's about to be. Oh, wow. It's over. Man, this morning, it's at 8.30. Jeez. Yep. Oh, yeah. My goodness. It's getting close. 8.80 is its all-time. Yeah. Well, based off its current numbers that you have, 8.80 Correct. Uh, is, its, is its highest, but these guys uh, right. are doing well, and... Uh, Despite any controversy, not controversy, but despite any hiccups of, you know, future planned vehicles, they, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to slow them down. But um, I have yet to tell Brittany what's going on with Cybertruck, but I don't think she cares because she would still be winning okay. in that same. She's in that same category of going her way anyway, so she'd be happy. I need but, to hear your theories. Oh. I know Nick's been up all night because of this news. Carrie had a good theory in days. What's what's Carrie's theory? Um, So her initial idea, I sent it to her when I was on the phone with the buddy last night. And 
uh, after the phone call, she's like, is this because of full self-driving? Are they thinking about like increasing the price? I'm like, that's not a bad theory because then you don't have people trying to buy it at 10 K and then like whenever Cybertruck comes out next year, or the year after when they raise it to like maybe 12 or 14 or God forbid 20 K, um, they don't have to honor a whole bunch of people who reserved the Cybertruck in 2020 or 2019 or 2021 at a 10 K FSD mm -hmm. price or 7k or whatever so um, it could be a way to avoid that issue of having to honor this tens and 15k or I guess 10k price right. while at the same time um, I don't know earning a well not earning a profit but at least like making sure that they make it as simple as possible on themselves throughout this mm -hmm. order process and waiting game for this truck so I didn't think it was a bad idea or bad uh, theory, along with the fact that they're probably done counting who's ordering what in terms of tri-motor, dual-motor, and single-motor. Yeah. So. What's your theory, Nick? Okay. So, Cybertruck actually doesn't exist. What we saw on stage <laughs> was just an elaborate hologram. That's why it cracked. The steel ball actually broke the hologram technology, and it actually doesn't exist. Um, that scene where Hitler takes off his glasses like this right before he starts to snap and oh yeah oh, yeah 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 <laughs> um, that's what I feel like I'm going, I'm going up to my hand like just everyone um, who does not have a cyber truck reservation <laughs> please leave the room <laughs> yes <laughs> um, it just makes me worried about the cyber truck there I said it um, so much so that I have four tabs open right now of various Model 3s and Model Ys. Well, tell me about your reservation. Nothing's changed. Uh, it hasn't changed, I don't think. You I can't modify it anymore. I, I can't modify it, but I have one for each, so I'm good. <laughs> does it say if you have full self-driving? Let me, let me check. I actually haven't signed into the Tesla mine account. Mine says it does. Cause I checked last night. Mine's, I've been seeing a bunch of people saying they're not letting you modify your order, <laughs> and there's a bunch of people that locked in FSD that no longer see FSD included. All right, well, let's see here. I'll check again, but at least The fine print did say track. a long time ago that they have the right to modify the order at any point and blah, blah, blah. And oh, yeah. They do. So, they do. And they will. And they did. <laughs> All right, let's see. I'd have my three reservations Nick's the expert. here. It's loading slowly. Six hundred dollars invested in Cybertruck <laughs> reservations. <laughs> you could almost buy almost. Yeah, mine still has FSD. A whole on stock. The single motor. Good. Uh, let's check Good. out the dual motor. Yeah, both my dual and tri that have full self-driving still have it, and yep, that's mine good. has full self-driving on the dual and the tri. Good. So what's your theory, Nick? Why do you think they did this? Um, on a, and also with the uh, tri-motor, it does as well. Okay, uh, my theory. Okay, good. Actual theory, besides the fact that Cybertruck doesn't exist. Um, they just, they don't, they haven't, Giga Austin has not come online in the way that they expected it to. Um, we're still a ways out from 20, 48, 95, 70 cells. Um, whatever the new Whoa. ones are. <laughs> 20, 48, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's a, Whoa. that's a really big battery. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
whatever those cells are um, that we haven't made it 4670 cells 4680 cells 4680 that's right 4680 4680 well cells we made a t-shirt about it I remember these things um, they they're nailed it they're not able to spool up uh, 4870 uh, 4880 40, just say the new batteries. You don't have to remember the name. <laughs> to be like just a say cool the new batteries. I can remember the name, but I can't. So no, it's not working. It's, it's having the inverse effect. <laughs> <laughs> the new batteries um, are not going to yeah. be ready uh, for any time soon, um, especially at mm. Cybertruck scale. So my optimistic hope of them being done by the end of 2021, not going to happen. My optimistic hope of them being done by 2022, not going to happen. I'm now moving my optimistic hope to 2023, possibly. That's assuming we don't have continued supply chain shortages. Sorted, mm-hmm. Supply chain. I can talk great, guys. This is going well. Supply. supply <laughs> Do you have a wow. tongue? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you have a tongue? <laughs> this is not working. The supply chain is broken, guys. How about that? So they cannot. <laughs> yes, it is. They cannot make enough Model Ys, Model 3s, because I'm looking at. I was like, okay, so if the Cybertruck is at least two years out, I can get a Model 3 or Model Y for now, because, sorry to break the news to you guys, but my little gas car is having some problems. Been down to Starbase one too many days. It either needs to go into the shop. Who could have predicted that such a thing? I know. Who would have thunk getting out on the (laughs) beach every day at the wind and the sand and the dust? It it needs to go to the shop or I need a new car. One of the two. But nothing's urgent. It's the just chop like shop. It, it's now yeah. rattling and squeaking and making weird noises and not starting every time. But it does always start when I need it to. But anyway, I'm like, maybe I just get maybe I just get a Model 3 or Model Y to hold me over for two years until the Cybertruck comes out. But I'm looking at Model 3s. April 2022 for a base standard range plus Model 3. What the heck? With sport wheels. Two. Yeah, with switch it to arrow wheels. Switch it to arrow wheels. Goes till July, I think. July. <laughs> yeah. Fully subsidized. Wow. <laughs> so, so then I'm like, all right, so maybe I won't be getting a mo- base model three. Long range is December. Uh, performance is November. And if I'm spending long range or performance money, I'd rather just get a model Y because a I'll all uh, like actually fit that vehicle, and b I'd much rather have an SUV. And so, mm-hmm. if if I if I'm going to spend that much money, I might as well get either a long range uh, a long range Model Y, but that's out till April of 2022. So I'd have to get a performance Model Y, which is in December, and that's like sixty thousand dollars. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, Tesla, you just like <laughs> upsold me from a forty thousand dollar Model Three to a sixty thousand dollar Model Y. <laughs> How did mm. this happen? Um, Wow. So, yeah, Very I'm carefully. not sure if I'm going to be getting a Tesla anytime soon just because they're all ordered out. I could guarantee you, I can guarantee you, if there was a Model 3 that was reasonably priced, either the standard range or the long range, that was available within the next four weeks, I probably would pull the trigger on like some sort of a lease or maybe a loan or something like that just to hold me over. Have you checked inventory? I have not, no. But this is South Texas. I'd encourage so, that. Because uh, those are built. You don't have to wait on yeah, those. Well. But they typically have now. full self-driving, though, right? Yeah. Which you like. Which uh, you want. Well, right? I, w- I wouldn't get that on a car I'm only going to have for two years. I'm not that dumb. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it'll hold its value. You'll probably make money on it, right? Used inventory. I guess, maybe. If, Let's see. The gears are turning. If I was leasing it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get it. But... <laughs> Let's see. Um, my zip code is that used model three. That <laughs> I didn't want to read if it. If it holds full self driving in two years, FSD is going to be worth more. You can sell that car and get pretty much everything you paid for it back. Yeah. 
Especially yeah. if it's LP, then okay. its battery lasts longer. And Drew's gonna sell you on something Except- today. He said it. <laughs> he said I it. I know. Next week, there I think Drew sells Michael on the. Enter. No, no, they're very. <laughs> there are not Following that many Model so what's, or Model Ys. Wow. What's your? Th- while while Nick is finding his next car, what's your theory, Randy? About Cybertruck. Yeah, why do you think they changed the site so much? Honestly, got rid of um, all this. Uh, uh, I'm not as uh, I don't think I'm as a cyn- cynical as as everyone, or at least you, Drew. I watched your oh, video. Good. I'm not as cynical. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for not being so cynical. Uh, I no, just we think, need that. It's refreshing. Yeah, I, I I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, I just think there's going to be a price increase. I think they're just going to adjust for uh, for what they're closer to the real price. I think there's still going to be a single motor uh, mm. and a dual and a tri. Um, I do not think we are losing features or losing options. I think, if anything, we're probably getting closer to an actual announcement now. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think so. I think if you had to take away all that, I think they they they're cutting off. It, pl- it had to have plateaued reservations and all that already, and hmm. if they're pulling, if they're adjusting the website or the at least that section of the website for Cybertruck, I think we're getting closer to something that's happening that we will know, like general population GP will be in the know about it soon, um, and I don't think we're losing single motor. I just think they're gonna have adjusted prices for it and maybe some new. What Mike said, or I guess more appropriately what Kerry had mentioned, that it's going to correlate with the new adjusted FST pricing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that I think the only thing that's changing are the numbers. Um, the idea of up to 500 miles, I just think that's p- p- playing it conservative. I don't think that's the best option that you're going to get day one off of the factory line driving at 60 miles per hour, then you'll be rated at uh, 500 miles. I, I don't think it's up to. I, I think we're going to get 500 plus, 400 plus, 300 plus as we were seen before. Just because in, in my gut of gut, we, we they've always been very good with that part of it. They've always been very good at efficiency with these batteries. They're, not, they're never great with timelines. They're terrible with timelines. Um, but... They've always delivered with battery. That's the, that's that's the one thing I think I have utmost confidences is in their their battery. Um, hmm. So if they're getting something locked in with the battery and getting things locked in with uh, with uh, even maybe the uh, 40, 49, 73, 40, <laughs> 40 if, <laughs> if they're getting things locked in, then I, I think it's just it's time to um, use less of a wide market adoption rate and use more of a fine-tuning and we're getting into that point of fine-tuning i think uh i Mm. I think adjusting the prices is the most appropriate thing because it is too it's not a good look if the cheapest vehicle you can get is one that's not out yet right now for forty thousand. right that's not a good look for tesla and it's not even it's not out it's a it's a it's a it's a promise that you you're a promised Forty thousand—that's not even going to be forty thousand, and you can't—you don't have a way of paying the full forty anyway. So, um, 
Yeah, I just think price adjustments. I I I have every confidence right now that we're going to get all three motors and we're going to get the FSDs that were already locked in. I just think they're 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 getting closer to like something's going to happen and I maybe maybe it will correlate with FSD, but I think we're going to get some type of announcement with Cybertruck if they're doing this so quietly behind the scenes and this is what we can see as anybody goes to the website now. That tells me something's brewing. I think something's definitely brewing, but I I'm more paying attention less so to the FSD and the removal of the prices, more so the removal of all specs. Yeah, they don't show rear-wheel drive, dual motor, tri-motor anymore. Mm-hmm. Not just I'm not talking configurator. I'm talking the side of the page where they give you, okay, here, what's the towing capacity of this trim? What's the towing capacity of this they got rid of all that now there's no mention of of one truck having more motors than the other there's no mention of uh one having longer range than the other it's just here's what it looks like and it'll go up to 500 miles with zero to 60 in 2.9 seconds that's it there's nothing else mentioned and i'm Mm -hmm. like if they were just adjusting pricing or if they didn't want people to lock in FSD anymore, why would they change that aspect of the site? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, just show the three trims and then, okay, there's only one option when you reserve one for $100. You can't select which trim you want, but you're at least telling people, hey, we plan on offering you know, three different options for whatever fits your needs best. They get rid of all that now, which mm. makes me think there's a drastic... Uh, a, redirect approach with how they're going to bring the Cybertruck to market. Either it's not going to be dual motor, tri-motor anymore. It's going to be just all of them have this. And I think that the prices were just too dang low. They got way too many people buying it. And now they're probably in the situation um, similar to what Nick's in, where he was like, oh, the Cybertruck's value is so great. I'm getting that. And they're realizing that, okay, it's going to take us forever to build these trucks. And I've also been like just talking to my brother-in-law. The price of steel has gone up, oh, uh, totally. incredible amount. All, all, thanks SpaceX. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, uh, it's SpaceX more than just all it's bigger than just SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than just them. It's just like a labor shortage and a bunch of steel mills not being able to produce as much as they used to. And I think that is completely going to throw off a lot of the Cybertrucks' uh, pricing to build. And they're quickly realizing that, realizing how many batteries it's going to need. And all of the 4680 batteries they do build next year are going to go straight into Model Y. And they don't really see much of a way to also ramp 4680s for the truck as well. So my theory is a totally different approach. I I, I don't think this is necessarily a positive one. It might be better for Tesla manufacturing-wise, but I I think it's going to be like there's only one trim. There's think, only yeah, that makes sense. Tri motor. Do you think um, they've cut back on that altogether because they they want to show the truck first before they start letting you configure it again? Uh, it could be that, but again, why why get rid of the the specs options if that's because the, the case? Because like, the the PR phase of everything is is past its prime. I think you could argue that with the semi and the roadster. Uh, no, I Those agree. I agree, but the semi it currently is not f- for Joe Schmoes like us, and the roadsters is a is a you know a, a collector's luxury commodity. Not even a commodity. It's just like a it's a toy. Um, 
Whereas right. the, the I'm just using is, it as like a, you need a reason to remove something from the site. I, no, I agree. I, I, I agree. Over. They could and should do the same, but there's there's not the same attention on that stuff as it is Cyber Cybertruck is the most trendy thing for, from Tesla yes. over anything yeah. else. So because there's so much spotlight on it, they have to address that one first. At least by address, I mean uh, pull some stuff away. I, I think the PR part is just it's too hot. Um, and maybe they want to show the proper here's what it's actually going to look like and then let you build from there because we don't we still don't know everything about it even with the production finalized we don't know what does change what's going to look what are your actual options with it we just know the motor part but Elon being Elon is always, you know, cryptic, like, oh, yeah, Matt Block, that doesn't seem like a bad idea. And it could just be talk or not. What if we don't know the the, the wheels, how the wheels are going to operate differently? You can get the one that you see and you're going to have to pay a thousand a, a tire or you can get these regular other wheel. Like there's a lot Air of wheel. <laughs> little things that be uh, that have to be taken into consideration. And I think that's going to. That's more important about the build out of the vehicle than what motor are you buying, and that's going to dictate battery and price of it. It's going to also just everything else that kind of goes with it. Maybe the interiors are going to change, and right now that's the thing we're just kind of speculating. So I think, I think they want to show what production model is going to be first before they go back to letting you build out your order, especially for all of us pre-order types where we'll be the first in line. They want to get that down so when you go to website and now say you want to get one, Drew, you could build it out and have it ready. And now you're in the back of the line from all of us, but at least now you know what yours is locked in. And that's more important to give you a more realistic number than the pre-order people who just really – it was $100 to put, your, to put your place in line. That's refundable. Yeah. So if you don't like it, you can take your money back too and that's that's fine too. But all, we, all that really was is just is – just, a placeholder in line that's all yeah right no it doesn't go toward the i agree with you that they should uh be consistent with semi and roadster as well um assuming that what i'm saying is closer to true that all that's really adjusting is is uh pricing and because they want to get the production part finalized first and sent that out if that's true then do that across the board but if we're more like you, you, what you're saying, that no, this there is no other options. There's just this one, seventy five thousand. That's it. And if you want to get the tri motor, ninety five thousand. That's it. That's the new number. Then that's if I'm uh, a wise man once said, I'm worried about the Cybertruck. Hey. <laughs> It's even a, more so. Kind of talk more on that point, Drew, that you mentioned before. It would be weird if they kept the options, the single, dual, and try, but only allowed mm-hmm. you to hit the buy now button and didn't give you the option to choose which one. You'd get more backlash mm. of people saying, why can't I choose the try motor? I want the try motor. Why are you just letting me choose buy now? But I can see on the site there is a try motor. How do I know which one I mm-hmm. got? And you'll have a lot mm. more confused people calling into Tesla saying, I don't know which Cybertruck I ordered. Can you help me? They'll be like, sorry, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Cybertruck, never right. heard of her. 
<laughs> well, just I, it's very bizarre. I've never seen Tesla in their history have a vehicle on their site without a starting price. Yeah. Hmm. That I've never seen before, which I don't think is necessarily a good sign. I think that nope. means if they're hiding a price, it's because it's not a good one. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's because it's not what it was intended to mm -hmm. be, and it's going to be way more than they thought. And um, I, I can see them saying, we don't have the capacity for this. We're not going to have the capacity uh, for even a $50,000 truck. We're not going to have the capacity for that for years. So similar to kind of Model Y right now, you know, you can't order a standard range, but we're all kind of fingers crossed. Hopefully they bring it back at some point. You know, China has one. So I think with the Cybertruck, they're just going to start off with the highest spec, longest range, knowing that that will probably be only addressable to a smaller demographic because they would rather you... If you can't spend $80,000 on the truck, then get a 3, get a Y. If that isn't what you need, then sorry, we don't have what you need. Um, because we're, we're going to need to secure a certain profit margin on these trucks, given how much it's going to cost. And kind of like uh, Tesla original Roadster, it's like we can only address this demographic for now that can afford to pay this much, so that's what we're going to cater to. And... The, over time, maybe they'll offer cheaper options down the road, but they're not going to let you reserve those for a long, long time. If you have they're a safe, like, if you have a safety score of ninety nine or hundred, it should be forty five thousand. Ninety six to ninety eight, it should be fifty five. Much anything, cheaper for all the perfect safety scores. Safety score should give you uh, those prices and honor your mm -hmm. uh, pre pre orders. Otherwise. Uh, <laughs> What kind and of Black a... Mirror episode are we in now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I nosedive. This is this is the That's this is the is. risk we we all take. This is funny because this is the bad side of of early adoption that we're seeing. Yeah, because this is the yeah. risk that we all take, knowing that nothing is promised or guaranteed, while other people are like, oh, wait until it's matured and get in when it's. Um, we're seeing. A different style of volatility when it comes to this mm -hmm. stuff, and we're seeing the side that we don't like because we like for us we're thinking like oh that can't be good because I think it's fair to say can we all agree uh, the bare minimum is we are not getting a forty thousand dollar truck like that's fair yes. to say yes so this is this is at least thinking like early adoption early adoption means things are changing pretty quickly and we're not committed to anything because we didn't sign anything we just and mm -hmm. what we did sign the fine print did say uh tesla has the right to adjust and adjust they will good thing they did that good job tesla legal team yeah they're on top of well it. well done <laughs> they were like uh let's not uh guarantee anything here you're trying to sell I'm what <laughs> you're trying to do what my prediction is tesla expected the backlash of the design to be worse and they thought the demand would be much lower. So they they priced it extra low so that people would be more comfortable with the design. And then way too many people grew to love it very quickly. And they quickly, in reservations, you know, within a year or two hit a million. And they were like, okay, well, this isn't possible. So <laughs> we need to change our entire trajectory because we're not going to be able to make this many trucks or, you know, I will the give you that. Is. I will give it to you only because all that was pre-Model Y deployment and sells and, and that was in 2019 and they still right, didn't 
they they didn't realize how big they were about to be uh in less mm-hmm. than in less than what four months five months script six months in half a year they didn't realize how big their name was about to become they knew they were niche big trendy big but actually like moving the market big fortune 500 big that i don't think they predicted that to be the case coming up so i will give it to you i'll give it to you that i think they didn't realize how how much attention and and honestly i kind of give it to the model y and the success of that and all this attention that happened on tesla last year to draw even more attention to the cyber truck that just compounded on itself maybe this was going to be fine you know Happened in November, so then all December, January, February. So for the first 90 days, they're like, okay, yeah, this is okay. And then once uh, Model Y started shipping, meeting numbers, doing well, and it just compounded on stock is healthy, company is ahead of schedule, sticking it to the man, not shutting down, people want their car, this whole thing, and, and, and just blows up so big. Well, that means also drawing attention to the Cybertruck, amongst other things as well. But now Cybertruck has the attention, and they're like, oh, well, maybe maybe it'll calm down. And it just kept growing. Now he's on SNL, <laughs> and, 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 and you have Cybertruck making a debut not just in L.A., but now it's in Texas. Now it's in New York. It's, and everyone's like, yes, I want this. And now it's the Tesla of the future. And all of a sudden... It's the it, cheapest Tesla you can buy. Yep. And now it's like, <laughs> this is the cheapest thing. They're like... <laughs> it's hot in here? So... <laughs> I, I'll give it to you, Drew. I'll yeah. say that they did not anticipate it because they were probably operating as they had done in the past as small niche. You know, it's a fad. It's a trend for the moment for these enthusiasts not knowing it was going to be a household name uh, in less than six months. And that the, the truck would single-handedly birth channels and, and podcasts. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People's careers have been built out of the cyber truck. <laughs> yeah. Out of a product. Yeah. And it hasn't even been delivered. And look how influential it's become. Yeah. So, Crazy. I'm still on Tesla's website looking for the fastest delivering tesla um november model 3 performance is the quickest one i can get new but new there so there's no used inventory for price that i'm willing to pay anywhere Mm. in the united states um make me an offer okay Uh, (laughs) here's a bit of pocket fuzz and uh a few quarters. <laughs> give me your friendship me and we'll call it even. Arrivian. Friendship. All right. I will give it all to you. All right. Nick will buy Phoenix and then Randy will buy a Rivian. And Mike will buy the Cybertruck. I'll be over here with the one of the Rivians. Diecast. Wait, wait, wait. I saw the Rivians. I saw Phoenix only with the stipulation and it will be in contract form. That uh, the rap stays on Phoenix. Ooh. The rap stays. Ooh. For how long? <laughs> what if it's like starting to flake off? Uh uh. That baby's in the garage. I was actually having this conversation earlier this week. The rap was uh, projected to last three years on, on, on oh. the high end, maybe five. Uh, it's coming up. But now that its life is in the garage and I'm babying the heck out of it, I'm going to get six years out of this sucker 
just by technicality alone, just for the three years being here, I am going to get an easy six years out of this rap. I am so okay. happy that I have a garage to put this sucker in. That's right, people. Everyone, like, why do you need a garage? This is why. Not exposed to the elements. Uh, my car's. My rap. So if I was to protect my rap, and if I was to sell Phoenix, which I'm not saying I will, but if I was, the stipulation in contract is, uh, is it, mm. the rap. You could change its name. It doesn't have to be Phoenix when you take custody, but the rap has to stay. It is it is branding to its okay, ultimate. Okay, but, but hold on. The Rivian delivers in t- January of 2022. Ooh. Yeah, there's a long But line. it's Rivian, Nick. You're not going to go to Starbase with a Rivian. You can have a whole camping set. You, you can can't talk there. to Elon while you're sitting in your Rivian. I'm sure he'd be interested <laughs> to see the Rivian, but yeah. uh, it's not talking about I don't know. <laughs> what uh, is I just this? looked at the interior. <laughs> Never mind. I just looked at the interior. Yeah. How dare bad. you? What are you talking about? How dare it's you, Nick? I love the interior. Two screens yeah. and they have a mirror. The Cybertruck has two Ugh. screens, and they have green. It has a mirror though, Ugh. and it's green. Cybertruck like has my, to have mirrors. Just like my watch I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, you thought. <laughs> Uh, not yet. Oh no. my gosh! Jeez, this is sad. Because like no, the I, one time I I'll probably... keep looking for used inventory. Yeah. What What do you mean by willing to pay? Well, like I mean, fifty-seven, like, like your keep... highest. Uh, I'd like to keep it around forty-five to fifty thousand. Performances are yeah there. Right? Exactly. I know. It, it's like any anyone that comes anytime before middle of next year is mm-hmm. at that price point is not gonna not gonna happen have you looked around nick outside of tesla's website I, I did just i did just look at craigslist uh okay th- there are a few <laughs> uh oh, there's ew. one in denver <laughs> for thirty-five thousand, but i don't know how private party tesla sales work at this point i know that there i were found one on stories. tesla's site that's under 50 and it has full self-driving where is it wow where is it? I'll send you the link. Okay. Send, it's in California. Okay. Send us the link. I want to see it. Well, I don't want to pay ta- okay. Californian taxes on that. you got to like quadruple the sales price. I'm pretty sure that's how taxes oh, work. Oh, Nick, you and your anti-Cal... Mr. I was born in La Jolla. Well, you can't, <laughs> you can't take delivery in Texas, right? <laughs> that's right. You can't. <laughs> I mean, you can't do it in Texas. So, Eat that, Texas. Don't, don't, don't hate on Cali without hating on Texas. That's right. Out. Also, I'm gonna hate also on you can transport that vehicle for $500 to your closest oh, okay. delivery location. Oh, that's not too bad then. Or I could just drive yeah. it. I don't mind. Ooh, in Pomona. Hmm. Pomona. I can go drag racing. That would be kind of cool. Of course. Your safety score will It's tank. a 2020, so it's, it's pretty neat. And right. when, you paid, said, when you they said paid for that $50,000, you, you meant $500 under $50,000. Still counts. Well, if, if you said between 45 and 50, that, that qualifies. <laughs> Still counts. Sure, sure. That works. And this can be picked up tomorrow? I'll keep looking. Well, I'm sure it's not. Unless you go to Pomona, I doubt you can pick it up tomorrow, but... You need it tomorrow? <laughs> okay, so here's why I wow. say... Stop dying. It, it hurts. I, I need water. Um, here's why I think this is a good deal, Nick. I'm going to double down on this. Because okay. standard range plus, or what we prefer here on uh, Talos of EV, standard range. That's <laughs> what we prefer to call it, standard range. Uh, of course. Rear wheel with FSD, with... The at the time you can tell because of the trim, 
with the upgraded white paint at the time they paid an additional what 1500 to grand for mm-hmm. that yeah no this is 2020 yeah it's free but it's still, it's no, still has the, it does still have the chrome i do like that it does still the, have chrome, the chrome it became free they made Drew. White the free color in 2019 did they mm, you're lying I think so, yeah all right, I believe you. But Fine. it has the old center Fine. console, which <laughs> it I has the old center ca- no. is a pretty good center console, in my opinion. It's a great center console, and if it's a 2020, that means it's also uh, wireless. It already has the wireless built in. Yep. Yeah. I'll encourage the fact that if it has FSD, there will not be any depreciation, <laughs> as far as I can tell, That's in the used point. vehicle market. FSD vehicles do not depreciate. They, if anything, they go up because Tesla's going to raise. If the price I was in the market, it, so. Nicholas, I would buy, I would buy this one for forty-five two. And you get Easy. the warranty. I found one for forty-nine. Forty-five. Oof. The, oh, I found the, one the, for forty-eight. What paint color? Black. Ew, it's going to burn up in some of the rains. How dare you? Uh, it's forty-eight thousand with full self-driving. This has just become shopping for Nick. The podcast. Yes, I love this. No, show. I, this I told you. Show. I had a goal at the beginning of this show. I'm gonna stay true to it. We have ten more minutes. We can we can make this work. And besides, okay, so I, honestly, is, I would I would cheaper. buy this one. Get it, Nick. Get it, dude. It has front and rear heated seats. <coughs> Just, Excuse me. I need to get some I need to do in, in Starbase. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could get cold there. I'm sure on on occasion. The the trick is when you look at the the used inventory they do they don't arrange them even though the website says price low to high it's not true you hmm. scroll down you'll find lower prices <laughs> it's broken you know Tesla's the king of software but um there there are ways to go about that so you're making me want to buy one just to not have a safety score on it. <laughs> this is my non-safety score Tesla. That's, That's a, not a bad idea actually. I can go around corners how fast running. I want in a fast sedan that goes 0 to 60 in 5.3 which he has about a whole eh, about 0.5 Still 10 times faster than my car. Half a second slower than my Y. I'm down. And it's got error. Your car rates. goes 0 to 60 in 53 seconds, Drew. I wish. Honestly, if the biggest no. problem with this car is the, the mileage, and that's why it's cheaper, get it. That, that That's baby yeah. mileage. Because yeah, mileage doesn't matter on it. Mileage TV. doesn't matter. People people equate, like, oh, what's the mileage? Like, you're associating that to a transmission. Ladies and gentlemen, there are no transmissions when no, it comes to there's Teslas. No oil. <clears throat> you, yeah. Mileage means so nothing. I, I wouldn't worry about it. If they did away with mileage as a whole, like, oh, what's the age of the... Who, ca- I bet, who cares? No, what's the age of the battery is what I would ask. I would love and to sure. drive this thing all the way to Texas, no matter how crazy it would be with 250 <laughs> miles bla- I forget how nice black looks. Black, especially with the chrome. I like it better I with love, the chrome delete. No, I love the chrome. The chrome. That's beautiful. It looks like a oh, proper. Okay. It's like pre-Cybertruck. Nick, buy my car. Metal. It's a little I changed my mind. Buy my time. car, Nick, and you can take the wrap off. Well, I, I forgot how pretty this is. <laughs> oh, or you could just take the wrap <laughs> off your car. <laughs> Never! <laughs> Never. Well, spent- Mike, you've been driving. You've been driving a lot. Have you been spotting any uh, upcoming EV? Have you seen any Lucids or Rivians? And I've seen nothing recent? but Plaid Model S's everywhere. No. Uh, <laughs> oh. Thanks for pivoting the conversation, though. I'm sure we'll return back to the Model Three. Yeah, I saw a Honda Civic, but it was a one hundred thirty thousand dollar Honda Civic, being the Mercedes EQS. Oh. <laughs> I get it. 
<laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I saw a lot of civics this weekend thinking, is that the EQS? It's hard to tell, but <laughs> I don't know. Do we hate know. on the EQS too much? Not, yes, yes, because it's exterior is stupid and they could have done a Bugatti looking exterior. <laughs> instead, they settled. Oh, for now a you're Honda just being Civic. mean. It's terrible. Mike's like, yes, burn it to the ground. No, so. I owned a Honda Civic. I loved it. But no, for $130,000, you could do so much better Mercedes. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I have to agree. The interiors. I also was bad, very disappointed <clears throat> by the range EPA. Yeah, didn't they test. say like four something or five something with that? Yeah, thing? they. When I scrolled back, I kept doing videos saying, like, Model S is still the king of range. It's the longest range EV that's actually been delivered. And all these people said, what about EQS? But EQS, though, like, all these comments kept bringing up the EQS. And I was like, first of all, EQS deliveries haven't started, so shut up. Second of all, <laughs> we don't know the official range of the EQS. And everyone kept saying, uh, well, Mercedes says it's going to get over 400 miles. But they were not stating on which standard it was getting over 400 miles. They just they just said over 400. So everyone was like, oh, okay, great, Mercedes beat Tesla, um, because that's going to obviously beat the Model S. Now they finally get an EPA test. The range is 340 miles with all-wheel drive, and 350 with rear-wheel drive. So the Model 3 has a longer range than the EQS, and it's like less than half the price. <laughs> So I'm sure luxury, right? Like it's still got its, it's interior got going for it. I get that. And beautiful panoramic screen and all that. I I dig a lot of the luxury features, but I just think that people were way overhyping the specs of the EQS. They thought it was going to be some kind of Model S competition, and I was like, nah, no, it's a it's, lucid it, competition. It, which lucid better? Well, if get it's a beauty that. match. I think Lucid will win, but if it's a delivery match, I think Mercedes will win. <laughs> Randy and Nick, I don't know Sorry. if you've uh, kept updated with prototypes in the wild, but uh, Foxconn recently had a prototype uh, leak online, mm -hmm. and they have what they call mm. the Foxconn Foxtron. And <laughs> oh god, very terrible name. But what's even more hilarious about the car is if you look at it once, you could have sworn it's a Lucid Air. Oh, wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you so want... So Foxconn's just ripping them off, huh? Basically, it, it looks very similar. I know Foxconn was trying to get into the EV market. Um, I don't remember where I saw that, but I know that they've been trying to pivot. And, well, they bought uh, Lordstown's factory. Oh. Which means we've I know got this was a... Foxconn's and... Endurance Foxtrons. Foxtrons and Endurances being built right next to each other. Yep. Yep. What a weird time. We live in a weird reality. This, <laughs> yeah. this is the strangest But I think multiverse. the question is, will Foxconn deliver a vehicle first or Lucid? Ah, <laughs> uh, my money would be on Fox, Foxtron. I really? Foxtron. I think Fox, Foxconn... Would do it. Doesn't mean they'll come to the U.S. So first, but they is deliver. it really a clone if it comes out first? No, man, no. that's a good question. <laughs> now Lucid is the Foxconn clone. They're already oh. a copy of Tesla, or they were a defunct that's branch a good question. of Tesla. So mm. they're now a, yeah. a defunct branch of Tesla that's copying Foxconn. Yeah. I kind of love it. I, I think people in the EV community are very different from the tech community. I think the tech community has kind of gotten comfortable with the idea of copying each other. Hmm. Like, 
feature comes out on an Android phone, and we're like, okay, Apple's going to have that in four years. Or iOS has a certain feature, and then Android gets it a year later, and we're like, okay, great, now we got that. Whereas this whole Rivian versus Tesla thing, everyone's angry that uh, Rivian they copied all of Tesla's ideas. And I was like, but I like Tesla. So yeah, copy it, the good stuff. <laughs> I would make that same case for uh, uh, for tech as well, that if it's the good thing, copy it. Like that's You can't, you can't trademark it anyway, so <laughs> copy it. Take it. Right. Good, yeah, good like artists they... copy great artists steal or something like that. Yeah. If Foxconn ships first, Gandhi said that. What? <laughs> our our version of Gandhi said that. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Um, Does that mean we don't I, get to I sell Nick think... on a on an EV now? <laughs> <laughs> so Nick's uh, battery just died, which I think means he's in the market for a new MacBook. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. I think there's a lot of IP that was stolen from Tesla that is legally Tesla is allowed to pursue this for. I, I was hearing Tesla make claims about like certain employees bringing even company equipment over to Rivian, um, like Ooh. computers and stuff. I was hearing that and I was like, okay, that I can understand wanting to sue over. Yeah, but bad. there's a lot of people taking Rivian stealing trade secrets and associating that with what Rivian does is just copy Tesla because they look at the display, mm. they look at the interior, and they look at, I think in Rivian's IPO filing, they brought up like, that we want to offer a $10,000 self-driving software package. And everyone was like, I'm sure Rivian's just, they're just copying <laughs> Tesla. They're just copying. And it's like, well, expect a lot of that because Tesla is basically just figuring out what all automakers are going to have to figure out anyway. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like, it's okay for them to copy and do things that are, you know, the things we like about Tesla. Although right. some people probably don't like the, the $10,000 package. So maybe don't copy that part. But You're right. We'll make okay. it 11. I think, <laughs> I think in the future, all vehicles are probably going to have a big 17-inch or 15-inch landscape display. And they're all going to have some self-driving tech or some self-parking or some or like people were getting angry on Twitter because Rivian had their own version of Sentry Mode. They were like, see, all they do is copy Tesla. And that's I was like, good. That, that's a that, good feature. That's a good mode. thing. Please. <laughs> we want we want more features like that more coming options. to other vehicles. Yeah, yeah, it's OK if they if they see a feature that Tesla did and they liked it. So they implemented it like I have no issue with that. If if you see Tesla with their feature being we have really good range, so another company's like we want really good range too. I'm not gonna complain. You copy. You're that copying idea. Tesla with that range. <laughs> so I don't I don't care when they do that personally, but yeah. Have you found your dream car yet, Nick? <laughs> no. Yes, you have. I'm very sad. What about the one I sent you? What's what's wrong with that one? The white one. Uh, the black one. Yeah, the forty-eight thousand. Um, so the more the more I was thinking FSD. about it, like, why not Model Y? I'd, I'd much rather have a Model Y. What are the? I'm not giving what, you mine. So number one, you're not taking mine. That the first disadvantage is it costs a lot more. A lot more. Okay. Second but I'd fit disadvantage, in it. the price. <laughs> but I fit in it. Just change the seat. Nick, um, this is a problem you're gonna have for the rest of your life. I promise. 
<laughs> but I, I fit I've in the seen model you drive one. a Model Three, Nick. Can can okay. So on the Model Three, Randy, can you yeah. fold the rear seats down to like have extra trunk space? Yes. I wasn't asking you, Drew. Randy, yeah. can you fold the back seats down? To <clears throat> yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> I know that. No, okay. Drew's lying. I do that in my car. All, all, most sedans have that. Okay. And you can move I've your seat back, Nick. Like, you, you're not, the, if you're the captain of this ship, you can really pull that seat back and have the leg room that you need. Yeah. And I, I know I can fit in a Model 3. I've done it many times. Hundreds of times, but yes, you have it's less less comfortable, and I may or may not have wrecked a B pillar once trying to get into a Model Three. Um, <laughs> now you're under the seats down. of the law. <laughs> yeah, all I'm trying to say is you cannot buy a Model Y under fifty thousand dollars, used, new, or total. <laughs> Me too, Drew. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Drew is yep. thinking right now. Right when he said you, <laughs> he said, "What I really think you need to do." What I'm trying to tell you to do, Nick, is... <laughs> and that is why you should buy a Model Y, Nick. Absolutely. I fully 100% agree, agree with that. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Model Y It started buffering. It started loading right, as Mike said, and that is why. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I have now placed my so reservation perfect. for the Performance Model Y. It'll be delivered in December. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, I, it. I Very want you convincing to get argument. any Tesla... As soon as possible. I don't care what you Who would have thought Starlinking was all you needed to get your your (laughs) arguments sold? Mm. (laughs) All I'm saying is, if your budget is fifty grand, you can't go Model Y. Okay. Actually, if your budget's fifty-five grand, (laughs) (laughs) actually, if you have a budget, you can't go Model Y. I mean, this is also true. We lost them again. We lost Drew again. My goodness. Uh, I think that means we need to end the show. Maybe I don't. I think want we Starlink do need to wrap anymore. it up. <laughs> Any I don't closing want thoughts, to... gentlemen, excluding Drew? Uh, my closing thought is uh, you don't need Starlink. And I know Drew doesn't even hear it, so. I totally need Starlink. Okay. I'm worried Ask about the... not what you can do for Tesla. Ask what your Tesla can do for you. Oh. And I'm worried about my Cybertruck. I was going to say, I'm worried about the Tesla bot. Dude, I have been more worried about the Cybertruck <laughs> than anyone has the right to. Admit. Closing thoughts, Drew? We've, we've gone from, will the Cybertruck deliver in 2021 to, will the Cybertruck deliver <laughs> at some point in time? <laughs> to make there... seriously researching non-Cybertrucks again? Dang it. All I'm saying is, you got to look at it as an investment, because you'll get your oh. money back. So... And if you get investment. a used Model 3 I'm going to go talk to Dave Ramsey about that first. <laughs> go ahead. Let me know what he says. <laughs> yeah, so Dave, uh, my friend told me that a Tesla's an investment. Um, I'm going to go That's into a, a bunch of debt to go get a Tesla. Your friend's a freaking great. loser. That's what, <laughs> That's what he'll say. That thing sucks. That <laughs> Nicola, can't All even right. go to a gas station exactly <laughs> closing thoughts gents we, we already said oh, you, you, yeah you bugged out already when oh. we did that bye bye bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>